0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. (laughs) There are so many things that we just have in our mind, and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them 100,000 times. we got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The so people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. Do you know what we're celebrating? What are we celebrating? we
1: to celebrate the birthday i believe oh help me with the math 83rd i think so 1941 okay yeah uh no
0: no can't be it's got to be Eighty second. eighty second.
1: 82 i told you math wasn't my thing Ooh. the first m&ms were introduced and do you know why this was the thing the fact that i loved the most about it no okay so the whole idea was the candy coated chocolates yeah was so that the soldiers in world war ii could have chocolates in their packs that wouldn't melt really come on how well, great up. is that?
0: So, if soldiers can go to war yeah. and they don't melt in the soldiers' packs, yeah. how come every time my children are in the backseat of my car, there is melted chocolate everywhere?
1: Well, you're comparing trained Army, <laughs> Navy soldiers <laughs> to my to little your, gremlins. To your beautiful yeah. but gremlins. troublesome troublemaker yeah. children. Let's let. <laughs>
0: it amazes me that my kids can look at a piece of chocolate and it can be. <laughs> almost over three quarters of the upholstery in the back of my vehicle. Uh-huh. I, I am amazed. We don't even allow don't food even in our cars half the time. I'm like, I don't even know what
1: this is.
0: I'm not sure if this is epoxy residue. I don't know what they're doing. You really hope it is
1: chocolate. Me. I love those memes I say, I say, really. where you see moms say, I really hope this is chocolate. It's like, <laughs> oh, no.
0: I know. I oh, know, but it is a, what it is. We took a right so, turn 82 off that years, <laughs> 82 years.
1: 82 years.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, see how I brought it back full uh-huh. circle. Thank yeah, 82 you. 82 years. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. Of kids that. in
0: the backseat of vehicles.
1: Right. Was that yeah. even really before many, many, most, most people had vehicles, really, at that point? Uh, no, 42. I just thought that that was such a cool story about why they why they exist, but listen, consider yourself warned. If you start Googling things about M&Ms, you will go down an hour-long wormhole of information that you never thought you would want to know. Am I speaking from experience? We'll leave that up to the judges to decide. (laughs) Maybe I have no way too much about all the different color varieties and why one existed over the other and why it's blue, not pink. John, these are not Mm -hmm. the things that we need to dive into this morning. You're on the radio. (laughs) Not we're, at all. We're going to dive into other things.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I just, I'm just, i just glad when you said m ms you weren't talking about the rapper. So that's good. I, that, that was a, a much better situation.
1: I just want to give a shout out to Mars M&M's and say thank <laughs> you for supporting our troops from an early stage, giving them the candies that they need. And we are glad to still enjoy the delectable treats to this day. There you go. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So let's talk about the stuff that you get your own self. What I love about John Hicks, if you don't know John personally... We will connect and start talking before we come on the air, and he will be nerding out about some sort of book that he wrote. I'm like, "Weren't you on vacation?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, but listen about this thing and go all, riff about this financial situation." Do you ever take a break? No, you love this stuff. You are well, it's, here it's, for that, it.
0: Sometimes my break is just kind of detoxing of the day and kind of looking at all the cool stuff that got me involved in this stuff in the first place. Uh uh-huh. right? yep. you know, I just, I, you know, some people are like, "Oh man, I love college sports," and yep. so do I. Yeah. Some people say, "Oh, I love chess," or "I love fishing," or, I whatever, for whatever reason, looking at ways to manipulate finances, <laughs> I find to be enthralling.
1: Yes, I know you do.
0: Because not only is it, you know, just it's cool, but then you can also make money off of it, right? right? Learning how, how can I take a little less risk, but still make a good amount of profit on that over the long run? Okay. You know, and I find that to be really
1: Cool, and I am grateful and here for it because these are the kinds of things that it's not that I don't find it cool. My brain just does not computer operate in the same way, so that's sure. why I bring these questions to you, sir. I want to know your inside and information. For example, every month, the financial brainiacs at Barron's Financial News they gather together for a roundtable of sorts, have a discussion about the markets, the economy. And last month, I mean, surprise, surprise, there was a lot of disagreement, John. Who knew? Mm. One said, I see bubbles and champagne. Another said he sees a different kind of bubble. He said, I see the need for Alka-Seltzer. Sure, yeah. Now, that's, again, bringing back to my point about how I appreciate that you find all this stuff so cool and interesting because you do. You serve as kind of this middleman there is a lot of headlines, a lot of quote unquote experts giving us all this information. You gotta sift through that and more importantly, marry it with the opinions of the folks that come to you in your office.
0: Well, think about it. If you, Just like you mentioned, you know, if there's one person that says, oh, I see champagne and bubbles, yeah. and the other person says, I see Alka-Seltzer needs, those are probably just the only two people in the room.
1: Maybe, yeah. <laughs> just
0: maybe. the only two. Because if you get a 100 economists together, you'll have a 100 different opinions. Yeah. And the whole issue is how do we cipher through all this stuff it what does it mean to us yes. right as individuals how do yes. we turn that information because i'd say heather probably a good i don't know 60 percent of my day is paying attention to all of the data points and figuring out hey who in my group of people that i work for mm-hmm. who does this impact you know where is this an opportunity for someone or hey where do we need to get some calls out to folks to steer clear of these issues mm-hmm. it's really a lot of it is not just data aggregation i think The biggest issue that we see out there right now, because there's so much information, you know, it used to be, oh my goodness, you know, no one has information. Information is power. We're the exact opposite of that now. We're in information overload we're actually drowning in a sea of information what we really need is someone to guide us through that information so that we make good informed decisions so amazingly enough when you're kind of looking at some of these things what i have found recently uh heather is that when you have these groups that get together whether they're at devos or wherever they are they always (laughs) try to come up with hey how what are we going to tell people about what we see out there Mm -hmm. and there is no way of knowing What's going to be good or bad what i would say is what is the right amount of risk to take based on what reward you expect that's what i would say okay so when any of these things happen it doesn't mean that we can control the economy we can't control what's going to happen out there can we control our behaviors and are we taking the right amount of risk based on the rewards that we seek
1: thinking about then that risk versus the reward and how you have to, day in, day out, John, bring it down to a micro level. Because these guys yeah. in this roundtable, that's macro stuff. Everything we see on the news and headlines, that's macro stuff. I'm talking sure. about the good men and women of Louisville that come to you going, help me, help yeah. me make sense of all of this. How yeah, do you well, do that? Where do you find that balance, that happy place, if you will?
0: Well, sometimes you just need to take a step back and just make it super simple. and like That's what I do in my own situation, right? Okay. So if you think about over the long run, so if you just go back to, let's say, the last 25 years, if you look at what the stock market has actually averaged, mm-hmm. it's not as high as people actually think. You know, I have have people all the time say, "Actually, let's do this." Okay, Heather, what do you think that the stock market, the S and P five hundred, what do you think it's actually performed at on average for the last twenty five years?
1: Year to year average? Yeah, I would I would say. Optimally somewhere between eight and twelve percent.
0: There you go, perfect. So and that's what I hear a lot of people say. They say, okay. like, oh, yeah, yeah, John, if you look over the long run, yeah. last twenty five years market average about eight to twelve. Well that's a little high. So when you when you think about it, the actual stock market average over the past twenty five years is around seven point three percent. Really? Yeah, and that's before fees, that's before taxes, that's before you're paying an advisor or paying fund costs or you got mutual funds or whatever it is. That's before all that. So it's fine though, but we need to just be cognizant. What are we really expecting to return? Seven point three percent is what the market's averaged. Now, interestingly enough, a couple years ago when banks were only paying us 0.2% or whatever, then the market was a lot better because a 7.3% average is pretty darn good when banks are paying you nothing. However, when I'm hearing these things and they're saying, oh my goodness, I don't know what the market's going to do. Is it going to be up? Is it going to be down? Is it going to be left or right? What I always want to ask clients or, or people I'm talking to is, hey, yeah, how much risk do you want to take right now if the market averages seven? Because we can get guaranteed safe investments that can typically give us between five and eight percent in the long run. And they're like, Whoa, what are you talking about, John? I was like, I know. Two years ago they didn't exist. We we didn't have access to them. Right. And now we can with complete safety of our principal, we can actually get somewhere between five and eight percent with no downside risk at all. And see this is why I ask. Man, that changes a lot of things, doesn't sure. it? Sure. If we know that the past twenty five years The stock market has averaged seven, and there's all the risk in the world that it could go down 20% from here or 30% in one year or another. But if we know that we can get five to eight with no downside risk at all, it becomes very attractive, at least as an alternative, because things have done it that way. So here's what I would say, whether the financial brainiacs get together every year, every six months or every other day, the question is, who do you have in your corner helping you analyze those situations that have happened. A lot of people out there may be saying, hold on, how can you get 5 to 8% with no risk? Well, it's because rates have come up. And we're not just looking at those bank CD rates. Sure, we look at them, but are there things that are just as safe or pretty comparable for safety that can give us better alternatives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, frankly, there are. So it doesn't mean that it's a right fit for anyone, but there's a lot of things that we've done over the last year, Heather, that are really attractive. Whether it be from our dividend type strategies that are paying better than 10% right now, Right? So even if the market goes up and down and up and down, if you're getting a nine or 10% dividend, you're kind of being paid to wait for a while. (laughs) That's pretty darn good, in my opinion. Sure. Or you use some insured indexing strategies. And that's what I was saying can get you five to eight, where you're going to a bank or a trust company, or an insurance company. And you're saying, hey, guys, I want you to safeguard my money. As a matter of fact, I want a guarantee or a promise that you're going to give me all my money back. So we get safety. But instead of them just giving you a 3 or 4% rate of return, they're going to buy index options. So if the stock market goes up, you just get some upside. They're not perfect, but we've seen some of these. You can get as much as 10 to 13 and percent right now really? with no downside risk. So again, last year, they didn't offer this. Okay. The rates weren't good, right. but as things have changed, as the economy has changed, so have these changed. So if you want a second opinion or find out some of those alternatives, or maybe you're not aware of ways to maybe reduce your risk, but not put the money under the mattress, there may be alternatives out there that are just right for you. You just need to seek them out. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at Jayhagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at eight a.m. and Sundays at nine a.m. on News Radio eight forty WHAS.
1: J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.